You're listening to the Be Human podcast, where we break down what it means to be human. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, and share. Thanks again for tuning in. Really happy that you're listening. This is another solo episode with just Kevin and I, where we really get the opportunity to dive deep into a theme that is prevalent in our all of our lives and really helps us to understand the challenges that we face as humans. So we want to try and help give you some experience, insight, stories, and of course, science that will help you overcome certain challenges that we all face. Today's topic are focusing on how we get focused, how we can stay focused, be more productive, and not let distractions take over. And this is prevalent for me, Bree, because back in back in the day, but back in, you know a couple of years years ago in my my twenties when I went through that particularly difficult period with anxiety, depression, became just totally consumed by it. I you know had failed my second year of college, and then I went back to, to repeat my second year and was failing it again. So. For me, I just had no way of focusing, being productive. Like literally it was like my brain was like scrambled eggs. It was trying to do everything it could from being consumed by the thoughts. So it would be social media. It would be distracting other people. It would be you know, doing anything it could, but actually sitting down and doing the work. So for me, getting productive and getting more focused in life, uh, I've kind of gone from like, minus 100 to I would say about a 75 I'm still I still have work to do but I'm getting there and I've learned a lot through and um, through working on myself and just understanding how I can become more focused and productive in life so look the reality is everybody has the ability to focus like this is this is just a given I mean if you think about what excites you what gets you engaged like for me working out exercising when I work out and exercise, I am in the zone. It's insane. I don't have to listen to music. I don't, sometimes I listen to podcasts, but not always. I can run, I can work out. I can do all of these things without any any other interactions uh, but myself and my thoughts. Because I am in the zone. It's my, my passion about it gets me excited and I love the feeling it brings. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, that's great. I mean, exercise, whatever. But think, look at your own life. You know, if you're into video games, I can guarantee you that when you play video games, you are in the zone, you are focused, fully engaged in that activity. The same goes for your know, painting, music, whatever it might be. We all have the ability to focus. The, the differentiator there is the fact that it's something that you're passionate about. You get some sort of joy. You get a, that hit of dopamine, which is what we're going to talk about. You know, Because at the end of the day, when we accomplish a task, or have a productive day, our brain secretes a chemical called dopamine. That's the happy chemical. When you like hug somebody, when you see somebody you love, when you laugh, all of those interactions, that's what you, that's the feeling you get in your body. That's dopamine. That's your brain spitting out some dopamine into your body and making you feel good. You get that same feeling, that same hit of dopamine when you check off something on your list, when you complete that essay or that blog or complete that task that has been you know, holding you back for quite some time. Every time you complete one of those tasks, you get that hit of dopamine and that's what you want. So although you might not realize it, the body craves that, the body loves that. So every time you can give it that hit of dopamine, it's a win. The other thing that is critical, I think, when it comes to productivity, and in particular for myself, because back then I had no awareness. I was doing everything I could to run away from these feelings of, of you know, sadness, anxiety, doing everything to distract myself from it. But when we become aware, it loses its power over us. You know, when we get distracted when, and we can bring our attention to the fact that we got distracted, we've then 
that distraction then has lost its power over us. So, you know, similar to meditation, you know, when your mind drifts and loses focus, if you can become aware of that and bring it back to the breath, you've made progress. That's, that's like literally rewiring your brain. That's the example of it right there uh, when, when, we, when we practice meditation. So when you're working on a task and you realize you've picked up your phone or gone on social media, call it out. Like the simple act of calling out, it out has made you aware. So for me, when I do simple things like that, like I pick up my phone or I click on another tab, I will literally say out loud in my home office, I'm not actually in the office, like, Kevin, you're getting away from the task. You're opening social media. You're looking at your phone. Get back to it. And the simple act of calling it out verbally, like even out loud, you don't necessarily have to do it out loud. You could do it in your head if you're in a public place. But that simple act has made you aware and you can then bring it back to being more productive and focusing on the task at hand. I didn't know that you did that. And I have never done that, but I'm kind of intrigued, you know, whether or not it actually could work whilst I'm doing something. If I find myself distracted, being able to call it out and come back to the moment. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually, I, I read it in an article a while back about uh, meditation. So the simple act, even when you're meditating and you lose focus or you start thinking about something, I will literally say during my meditation, um, my mind or the mind is distracted right now, thinking about this, bring it back to the moment. And I think by ca calling it out, it, it, it again, it loses its power because it's very easy to just get caught up in, oh, okay, I was distracted, back to the breath, you know, back to the breath. But when you call it out, I think you again, just you become almost hyper aware of it, if, if it makes sense. No, it completely does. And I think in the meditation space, people have the propensity to either have a wandering mind and it's really busy, or you have a mind that falls asleep and you kind of mm. go almost like in a dream state. Uh, but both of those states of mind are distractions. And so maybe you're listening and you're not necessarily a busy mind, but if you find yourself dozing off, call that out as well uh, mm. as something that is distracting you from being in flow. Yeah. That's that's really interesting, Brie. I think honestly, I mean, the very few times that I've like felt like I've fallen asleep during meditation, that for me is a sign like you need to sleep, dude. Like, because <laughs> my mind is normally like fifty angry monkeys, you know, jumping around <laughs> off the walls in my brain. Just like if there is always something to think about. So if I'm falling asleep, I need to get to bed. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think um, people should pay attention to you know, what their mind is doing. So Kev, when it comes to the research around productivity, we have loads uh, because it's one of those areas in our life where we really want to make sure that we can maximize uh, how productive we are. And so there was research done with a group of participants where they had one group look at the movie Saving Private Ryan. And they had another group for 30 minutes look, look at the movie Shrek. And then they had the group do a word association exercise, which was designed to see how creative they were. And can you guess which group performed better on the task? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Shrek here. <laughs> My vote is for Shrek. Ding ding ding. You're serious. Yes. <laughs> The, and it makes sense, right? Because Shrek is a movie that is going to reduce your stress. It's going to make you laugh. Where Saving Private Ryan 
is really intense and you know it's emotional and you're kind of pulled in and so the same in life when you're anxious and when you're not dealing with stress well the opportunity for you to be productive decreases uh, and it really will affect how you can uh, handle tasks and so when you're thinking about being productive it's really important to understand you know your stress levels and how creative you are in the moment this is probably one of the things that has been lost in the office where you're in the office, you've had a rough day or you're trying to accomplish a tricky task. You coming towards the end of the day where you're just starting to get sluggish, worn out, but then somebody cracks a joke and you all start laughing and you just get that, you get that <laughs> surge of energy again. You know what I mean? You like really there's, there's something about that. Um, you know, and I think when people get back to the office, I mean, personally, I like, working from home, I think of being more productive, you can get more in the zone, but I do miss that aspect of it where you can get, just get that lift from other people's energies and, and, you know, have a laugh while you're in the office. That's the dopamine hit, right? That there we laugh, go. That exactly. Yeah. All yeah. about that dopamine. Gimme, mm. gimme, gimme. <laughs> Love me some dopamine. <laughs> well, I'm excited that we get to share you know, how simple it is to rewire the brain and to train ourselves to focus so that we can actually get what we want out of life. And I don't think people believe how simple it is, but if you can do it, Kev, I know we can do it. Big time, Brie, big time. Yeah, I totally agree. So I can kick it off with a couple of... Couple... You go ahead then, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so big thing for me, Bree, that I've, I've noticed uh, over the past couple of months is, and I know this may not be a reality for a lot of people, but getting a workout midday doesn't have to be anything you know, significant. It could literally just be maybe a five, 10 minute you know, burpee or press up challenge, whatever, you, whatever would be helpful for you. Look, the reality is coming into that midday, there is always going to be that slump of energy. You've just expended, you know, could be four or five, six hours of, of work already so by giving yourself that that lift again you're releasing those endorphins those happy chemicals you're 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 rejuvenating the body you can come back to the second half of the day much more refreshed and trust me guys it does not have to be like a an hour-long workout it could be five ten minutes anything that just gets you gets you moving gets the blood flowing and get those endorphins going is going to be very very impactful for the remainder of the day yeah. And I do yoga. I do a sun salutation flow. I'll do it three or four times. And that's enough for me during my midday to kind of get re-energized and have the energy to go uh, tackle the second part of the day. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And then the second one I would say is break the task down into, into tiny chunks. I'm talking like seriously small chunks because when you, when, when you set yourself a task, like, okay, I'm going to write this blog article on, you know, 18th century politicians or whatever it is. The reality is if that's your task on the to-do list, or that's like the, the, the one goal you have, you're going to do everything possible not to go at that because you don't have any kind of short-term goals to complete. So you should need to break it down into shorter tasks. Like I would say, come into it. I'm, today I'm going to write 100 words of this essay today i'm literally just breaking it down today i'm going to figure out what the title of this essay is uh maybe it's i'm going to spend 10 15 minutes researching this particular person so i have uh data around that break it down into the smallest chunks possible 
And that will allow you to inch closer and closer every day to that larger objective that you're trying to accomplish. And if you need to, when you're breaking down the tiny chunks, know where your energy is at a certain given time of the day. What I mean by that is for me in the morning, I know I have a lot of energy, so I can probably accomplish a lot of tiny chunks. But in the afternoon and the evening, I need to be around people because I'm an extrovert. And so going to a coffee shop and maybe doing some other tiny chunks will allow me to be more productive. So know that your energy is going to wane throughout the day and pick strategic places where you can get more energy. Great tip, Bree. Yes. Maximize the hours when you're most productive. I'm the same. Morning for me. I will hammer stuff out. And I think that's why the value of getting that workout midday is so effective because that slump for me comes in the afternoon, the evening when it's just not happening. So giving myself that surge of energy really, really helps get more out of the entire span of the day rather than just to start. So love it. We talked about dopamine already. Dopamine is that secretion from the brain. That's that happy chemical. But one thing that I would definitely recommend is, is almost gamifying the experience. So on top of that dopamine hit, give yourself a small reward every time you finish one of those, one of those tasks. And so if you, you write those 100 words, I'm not talking like, Oh, go and have a freaking deep fried Mars bar or, or something like that. Not, not that's not, I'm not talking rewards of that magnitude. I'm talking, okay, give yourself five, 10 minutes to go on social media or to read the article you, you didn't read earlier um, or you know, take the dog for a walk, whatever it is, but do have little rewards set up to kind of help almost gamify the experience. Like reality is guys, life is a game. Like you can, if you can start to approach life as if it's, if it's, everything is, if, is kind of a game and a challenge that you can overcome, it's going to make things a lot more interesting and engaging for you. So I would say, Try to gamify the experience, but have those little small rewards set up after each success or task that you accomplish. The next tip would be to know the conditions for achieving productivity. And I like the way that researcher Owen Schaefer of DePaul University, the way that he describes it. And he says, you should know what to do. You should know how to do it. You should know how well you are doing the task. You should know where to go. So if uh, navigation is involved, great. But knowing where it, it's ending, being able to perceive the significant challenges. So are there hurdles ahead of you? And being able to uh, think about those beforehand, knowing what skills are required, and then ultimately being able to be free from distractions. I think that's a big one because we will often put on music have lots of background noise, and that can really hinder your conditions for achieving productivity. So know the conditions. That's a really good strategy and tip to, to incorporate. So you can also try to meditate. Meditation, whether that be before your day or after a meeting or before a meeting, just for a simple one to two minute, sitting quietly, breathing in, breathing out, uh, quieting your mind, that will allow you to be in the moment more throughout the day, which will, of course, decrease, decrease your distractions and allow you to be in a place to be productive. For sure. Yeah. And what's interesting here, Bree, is uh, I was listening to a podcast recently where they're talking about how, you know, before you go into that like board meeting or that executive meeting, the typical 
you know, reaction is to kind of get amped up, like playing freaking, you know, ACDC and just like punching the wall, like, yeah, let's go, let's go, you know, getting yourself hyped up. And his point was actually, no, that's not really what you want to do because that's just ramping up your cortisol, your stress hormone in the body. It's typically not something you want to do before going into the meeting. It'll actually add to anxiety and stress. He actually recommends go and meditate for, for a couple of minutes. And I think the one thing here is, it doesn't have to be like a 10, 15, 20 minute session. Before you go into a meeting, you know, set a timer for one minute, two minutes, just to focus on your breath and count the breaths as you go along. Even that is going to be very, very impactful uh, in helping you be more focused and productive. Love it. Yeah, that could be a game changer. And another strategy for being productive is to incorporate what is called the Pomodoro technique. And I've started to do it where I take a timer and I will set it for 25 minutes. And I know after the timer, I have a five minute break. And so for those 25 minutes on the clock, I'm focused on the task at hand. And then I can have a little break. Great. I got to I got to thank you. So I, you were the one who I think you didn't even realize that you were doing the promoter effect. You just told me, hey, I'm doing this strategy 25 minutes, five minutes off. And I've started doing it. I bought a mini timer for my desk, $5 timer that I use. Yeah. And I try, I mean, I'm probably not as, as religious on it as you are, but I try to do it when I have those days that I have more open space because it really does work. It really does help me be more productive. So I love it. This is recommended by you know James Clear of Atomic Habits. Incredible book that I recommend everybody reading, but it's recommended across the board. This is definitely the, the best way to get more done throughout the day. Next tip that I'm going to recommend is visualize it yourself. I'm not going to say visualize yourself working, but visualize yourself having the task completed. So for example, if you have a, an important deadline to meet, visualize yourself handing in that you know, article, blog, report, whatever it is, visualize yourself handing in that report. But more importantly, visualize yourself celebrating, like whatever it is, punching the air, um, just having those feelings of joy in the body. So that's the key thing with visualization. You need to get those feelings of success, those feelings of joy that you've experienced previously when you've accomplished something in your body while you're actually visualizing. visualizing. So rather than just seeing yourself going through the motion and not having any, any feelings or emotion in the body, you need to get those there first by re- reliving a past moment of success and then almost jumping into that future moment of accomplishing the task. So prime example, we're in Salesbury, you know, rather than visualizing yourself working and, and you know, getting through the, the calls, the emails, whatever it might be, visualize yourself hitting your quota. So crushing your quota and then, you know, celebrating with somebody, celebrating with your loved one, just having those feelings of joy, of positive energy in your body. Uh, and it's ultimately going to help you, you know, with the, you have the end in sight. So now you can start working towards that and accomplishing those, those smaller tasks every day for the, for the bigger goal. And there's lots of science to prove this point. There was a group of people that they were studying that were shooting free throws and they had the group visualize shooting the free throw. They didn't have them shoot the free throw, just visualize the motion and the ball going into the hoop. And the group that just visualized had a higher percentage of free throws at the day of the trial than the group that was practicing actually physically shooting free throws. Yeah, yeah. That's it's significant. A, it's crazy. It's a really interesting study. Yeah, and they had then the placebo group who did nothing and naturally they, they did trash. 
All right, Bree. Well, today's episode was a lot of fun. Always great chatting with you. Hopefully people learned, you know, how they can start to harness the mind to be more productive, be more focused. Those are the tips for today. If you liked what you heard, you know what to do, what to do. Please remember to subscribe, share with somebody who's going to get something from this podcast and tune in again next week. We really, really appreciate everybody who, who tunes in each week and we look forward to helping more and more people. So please remember to share. Thanks so much, everyone.